The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? If you change your mind, take a chance, on the first in line, on the take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know, gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, with a pretty bird, Every day is a gift. And on this particular Monday, you've opened up the gift. What have you found inside? Ah, yes. It's wisdom. It's my brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. And uh, I didn't, I didn't want wisdom. I wanted bop it. <laughs> I got, I got you, I got you bop it on the two day delivery that will be here tomorrow. I, you always say that. I never no, believe bop you. it will be. You always say bop it and it never comes. I got you bop it and a P touch labeler, and you're ruining Christmas right now. And I don't want that bullshit bop it with the extra shit, like flick it and spin it. I want the original twist, pull, and bop. Like, that's, I only need the three commands. You know what I'm saying? I don't need bop it extreme. That was my bad. Um, I got you mop it, which was a different game altogether, much more unpleasant. Yeah, don't try and sneak, don't try and sneak chores in there, because I'm, I'm cognizant. You're pretty savvy about that. How did you get so savvy, Griffin? Well, by listening to advice shows like ours, Mm -hmm. but not like ours. Just ours. Just by mm. listening to our show. Exactly ours. Just ours. is a, It's a list of one, and it's this one. Um, mm. Let's make another one so someone else can avoid chores. Uh, here, cool. here, here, <laughs> my, my name is Justin McElroy, by the way. I'm the oldest McElroy brother. I'm Travis McElroy, and I am the middlest McElroy brother. I'm Griffin McElroy, and I'm the youngest McElroy brother now that Tony... Who was younger than me? Uh, totally died. <laughs> Stupid Tony! It's a I tractor. Hated that guy. I hate Tony. Bye, Tony McRoy. You are not missed, Mr. Link. Glad you're dead. Stupid. Glad you're dead. Eaten. Stupid. He's the one. Who, he's the one who broke my original bop it. Fucking douchebag. <laughs> That's why you killed him with a tractor. Bye, Tony. <laughs> I want to get my wife a great gift, but it's too expensive for me right now. Should I tell her what it is? To show my intention, and hopefully she appreciates it. Chancing the loss of surprise if I were to eventually obtain said funds. Mr. Lingo, Gmail. Wait a minute. <laughs> is he asking? Is he saying, baby, <laughs> Merry Christmas. For Christmas, I got you the idea of a car. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> I got you this laser printed off copy of a car picture. That's not the, good the promise. The promise of a Prius. <laughs> it's a Prius promise. That is right, right? He picked out a gift, something sh- he knows she would enjoy, but something he will not be purchasing. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what we're at? Because he lacks the fungible assets required to acquire said, said automobile or whatever the thing is. It may not be a car. I'm assuming it is, though, because that's the greatest gift of all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, transportation. Specifically a Prius. Mr. Lingo, I'd say don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, like, wow, don't do that. Um, people appreciate yeah, you, the thought. Definitely, it's it is the thought that counts. But you cannot have just the thought and yeah. then give it up. This is, I, I mean, this is why, like, 
credit cards and irresponsible bank loans were invented, right? So that you could impress your wife and make her think that you have more money than you actually have. Right. Um, and then you just get buried beneath a, a giant mountain of debt. Yeah. Come get out like, of the debt mountain with me. Yeah. Come plant a flag at the, well, it wouldn't be the top because that would mean you conquer the debt. Um, you're, you're deep inside it. You're yeah. deep, deep in it. You're like a debt. mole man. You're like a debt mole man. You're like James Franco in 127 hours, only, um, no, you literally have to cut your arm off. That's a really good analogy, Griffin. Nailed it. <laughs> um, when you ask about if she'll appreciate it, of course she won't. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> you, went, you went to absolutely no effort to do it. I could do that. I could walk up to anyone in the street and be like, I'm planning on getting you a car. Yeah. Like, Merry Christmas. It doesn't mean anything. What Merry Christmas. Hate hey, Justin. It's yeah. Just crushing, crushing debt. Yeah. Everyone hey, Justin appreciate. and Travis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I wanted to tell you guys, I know it's not, we got like another uh, month before it's Christmas, but I, I just wanted to let you guys know that I got both of you rocket ships. Whoa. Really? Real Real rocket ships, not like toys either. I'm talking about shits you can use to go into space. That's banging. Thanks, Griff. Mm-hmm. Hey, no problem. Yeah, do you have a picture of them or something that I can hold on to? Um, I can send. I can send you one. I'll Google one at you later. Where the, um, will they be here on the 25th? Would you say? They. It may take me a little while to. Uh, I've been. I've been. I've been doing some babysitting gigs on the side, <laughs> trying to trying to save up. Uh, because the rocket ships are made out of gold. Oh, shit. Which, yeah, it adds a little bit to that old MSRP. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see what I can do. I'll try and make your Christmas your Christmas wishes come true. But they are they are high quality rocket ships. Mr. Lingo, we're spending a little time joking around here because we literally cannot overstate the extent to which you should not do what you're talking about. <laughs> I would uh, rather have someone hand me a five dollar bill than promise they're going to get me a car in twenty years. Yeah, I would rather someone uh, hand me a note that says "fuck you," because at least <laughs> at least then there's a story. <laughs> you know, you won't believe you won't believe what he did this year. I mean, uh, that that's just the thing that you're talking about is just sad. Like literally, I don't care if you're broke as broke, broke, broke. Like mm-hmm. you could be, you could be without money. You could be have negative money, and you could still do something that she would appreciate more than that. Uh, you got to take it back to the drawing board. She would appreciate like a coupon for one free back rub before you say, "Hey, I thought about getting you something nice, and I didn't." <laughs> it's not that he didn't. He but wants he didn't. to. He so so desperately wants to. So I, I don't know, guys. Say, I, I wanted to get you something nice, but I couldn't. <laughs> I think I would rather have him, like, if I was his beautiful, um, lovely wife, uh, and, and he was, he offered me the choice between this pinecone ashtray he made or, um, a, like, a Prius in, like, three months. Wow. Like, he's going to hit me up with a Prius in three months. I think I would, I think I would rather have the, the Prius. But he shouldn't tell her about it. No, you know because I mean? when like, you spend a lot of money on expensive gifts, what you're doing is buying a surprise. You're yeah. buying that look of surprise on their face. Yep. Don't ruin that. I mean, she, you're definitely going to get a look of surprise if you hand her a sheet of paper that says, I'm going to buy you a car someday. Like, <laughs> yeah. she will be it's surprised. going to be hurt, like a hurt look like than a, a, like a, a happy look. Like a, it's the opposite of what you want on Christmas You should Day. start telling her that you'll never buy her a car. 
just really <laughs> over him. Like, if you were hoping I get you a car, forget about it. Give her a piece. You've of never done. Happen. You've never done anything to deserve a car. Give her a piece of paper with a picture of a car that says "never" on it <laughs> for Christmas. Yes. Then you're getting her a real surprise. Uh, there's or another. Qu- oh, promise what? her. Promise her the car for Christmas, and then she'll be real surprised when she doesn't get it. <laughs> surprise. I got you Surprise, a good action. Surprise, <laughs> Surprise, you could have chosen better with your spouse. It's like that, I think, the, like that Toyota commercial where the lady opens up her box, and inside the box is a giant ribbon like you would find around a car. And then the husband's like, hey, hey, come look outside. And she takes a giant ribbon that you would find on a car, and she goes outside in the driveway, and there's a Prius sitting there. Only in this situation, she would go outside, and there wouldn't be a car. And he'd be like, where are you going? I got you with the ribbon is the, the ribbon is the gift. It's a novelty-sized ribbon for you. <laughs> for you. Do whatever you want to with it. Um, I, I have another question for us from Gmail. Uh, no sender on this. Make sure you, you tell us who you are when you send these in. How do I get my friends to stop referring to things as fire or raw when they are saying something is cool or awesome? I'm only a senior in high school, but I still don't think my friends should be talking like idiots. And if you haven't heard these terms before in this way before, then maybe it's just a South Florida thing. Regardless. Example. Yo, this party is going to be so raw. And hey, man, you should have seen it last night. Last night was pure fire. <laughs> Dude, I have, I have really wicked bad news for you. Um, you. You meant to ask for advice, but what you've done is proliferate these, these two catchphrases into your favorite podcast. Yeah. Because you better believe I'm going to start saying things are like fire or quite possibly raw uh, every chance I get. I think that calling things fire is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like, what was better than the invention of fire? Nothing. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. And, and raw food. Raw food is food that you can't touch with fire, right? So it's like the opposite. It's like the antithesis. I think these two things they're using them as synonyms, but I think that they should be used as an- antonyms. Antonyms. I, mm-hmm. The the important thing whenever coming up, whenever you come up with new slang is where do you use it where is it appropriate because i don't think you could say a girl is raw i think that that's <laughs> yeah i don't think you should do that i don't think that's okay um, say like an orphanage is so fire that's not okay <laughs> <Don't say> that. <laughs> yo that's saint jude's medical center it's raw. fire <laughs> um the uh <laughs> the, i think you can kill new new uh, terminology pretty quickly because I think it's so rare that someone says, hey, that word you're using, it's not working. Um, I think if you tell your friends, like, hey, it's not flying for you. That's not working for you. That word, it makes you sound silly. That kind of direct approach may be the best thing. Um, also, because another idea? Oh, sorry, go on. No, I, I, because a lot of times words get stuck in your head, and you don't know where they came from. Maybe they came from my brother, my brother, me, from an email from a guy from South Florida, and now you're saying everything's fire and raw. Shit is so fire. All you need to do is get his mom to start using them. Get your friend's parents to start using raw and fire, and I Nailed guarantee it. they won't use it anymore. Nailed it. That's a good one. 
Do you, can you guys remember any any colloquial terms that you um, that were popular when you were in in high school that you you know didn't particularly care for? You mean like stuffies? What's like, what is that? Like that's what? good stuffies. Ugh. You guys. Oh no. Oh, I can't, that can't be a real thing. Yeah, you guys said it, you assholes. You got it stuck in my head. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it was I nice. think for me, um, it was Pussy Town. <laughs> like, we see something cool, be like, uh, hey, did you go to the play last night? Yeah, dog, it was Pussy Town. Um, and I think that was, that was like elementary school. It was, it was wildly inappropriate. Yeah, it was not um, something kids should say. But you can't control like the spread of language, you know. No, you, you can't. You you absolutely can't control it. We invented language, you know not the other way around. It's because language is so fucking raw. Oh my god, it's raw and kind Shit of is fire. Fire. It's a little fire, right? Not on fire. It just is. It is fire. Oh. Hey, I I have a Yahoo Answers question, please. Um, this one was sent in by Louis Dog. Thanks, Louie Dog. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Oh, shit. I didn't even look at this before. It's like four asterisks and then like a space and then like nine asterisks. <laughs> cool. Um, so I'm sure there's a name in there somewhere, but I'm not going to try and decode it. Uh, a bunch of asterisks asks, first bowling date, what to do? We're both 14, and we are going bowling this weekend. We've already kissed, and now she tells me that she is not very good at bowling. <laughs> what can I do? What can I do with this information? Do I just watch her try, and if it's no good, say, let me help you, and then guide her arm? How can I be romantic and maybe be making out by the end? <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, it is not our first date, just my first bowling date. <laughs> If you are caught making out in a bowling alley, you will be ejected. Mm-hmm. And beaten. But, oh, but you will be high-fived. There will be a, a, two lines of people high-fiving you on either side as you leave the, the establishment. Yeah. Uh, they will all be toothless and terrible and awful people. Have you guys ever yeah, heard of cutting a hole in the bottom of a popcorn bucket? Uh-huh. Yeah. You could do that with a bowling ball. It's going to take some <laughs> flexibility, and it's going to take some dedication, and it's going to take some butter, but you are going to do it. You're gonna pull it, it off. Will not. It will not. Cannot feel good though. Cannot. Like, it will not be pleasurable. It will be raw and no. So you're not saying, like you're thinking. dig it, dig it deep in there, like like so stick deep. your prick like right in the back of the bowling ball, <laughs> yeah. like on the opposite side of the three holes, so that when she tucks her three fingers in there, like what's up? There's a chance she may graze. Yep. All, she puts her two fingers and thumb in there, gives you a Minnesota pincher. And you are off to the races. Oh, man. But it, it is so important that she realizes what you've done before she bowls. <laughs> oh, God. So important. You have got, you have got to figure out, getting into the situation, if you thought that was hard, g- try mm-hmm. getting out of it. It is, wow. You, Maybe wait, 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 My dick's in the ball? <laughs> yes, Travis, that's what we were talking about. I think. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Travis does have a good point. You need to be as clearly spoken as humanly possible in this Very situation. Direct. Very direct. Um, because you know, maybe you made them hold too small. Like maybe there's maybe there's a a, a vacuum issue. Um, and if that's the case, then then I mean, you're you're gonna have to make an embarrassing trip to the emergency room. Which maybe this tip is not a good idea for a first bowling date. I always Second say. Bowling date. 
So, if you're going to stick your dick in a bowling ball to try and get a Minnesota pincher, you got to wait until at least bowling date number three. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. It's about class and it's about decorum. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't don't do anything you wouldn't do without her parents' permission. So I make sure you Emily ask. Post said, <laughs> if you're going to stick your dick into a bowling ball, um, um, also. Don't go on a bowling date. Also, don't. I can't think of a single time I have ever taken a girl to a bowling alley and had it not just be a fucking unmitigated night. Can I, can I tell you something I've discovered about bowling, Griffin? And maybe this will help you out. I've discovered What's it uh, uh, over the years. There, are, the bowling that you grew up with, thinking that it was what bowling really was, it, it, it's not actually bowling. Real bowling is you have to be drunk. If yeah. you are drunk then bowling finally makes sense because you're just sitting for a long time and then every once in a while you have reason to stand up and lob something heavy. Like, it's yep. ju- that's that's the whole bit. And y- it makes no sense if you're sober. But if you've been drinking, yeah, okay, now I get it. You don't care so much if the ball goes in the gutter. Um, you can't. Either that or you're playing with a dude who takes it way too seriously yeah. and has, like, the specialized glove and he kicks his foot out and, like, He's kind of an asshole when he gets over like 150. Yeah. No one likes that guy either. No I'd much rather be drunk and get a 32. Hey, just don't go don't go bowling. Can we just say no more bowling? No more Can we bring back um what's that what's that table bowling game where you have like the sand on the table and you have to it's like shuffleboard but it's not. It's like on a table. Jarts. You know what I'm saying? Skeet skeet. What's it called? Skeet. Skeet skeet. Let's bring skeet skeet back. Uh, Let's have skeet skeet dates, everybody. The super serious bowling guy reminded me, um, make sure you're really certain which bowling ball is your girlfriend's. Because, wow. (laughs) Wow. That can get weird. Here's here's another one from Gmail. Uh, There's a very pretty co-worker I have. We've been working together for almost three years, and we get along pretty well. The other day, she did something nice for me. And when I said thank you, she said she just smirked and quipped, it's okay, you just owe me a beer now. Should I take this as a hint? Or the friendly coworker banter that I just assumed it was? I was never good at picking up hints, so this problem has been nagging at me for a while. Please keep up the good work, Eli. Oh, Eli. <laughs> what was the nice thing that she did for you? Was it like she took care of a difficult customer, or like she kept a refrigerator from crushing you to death? <laughs> Because yeah. if she saved your life, you do owe her a beer. I mean, that's true. What it, that is how it works. Is it that you did you give uh did she give you a beer? Because <laughs> if that is if May that I was borrow a beer coworker? Well of course. Do you have a beer in your desk? Do you have any desk beer? Uh no, Eli, that was a that was a hint. Uh, I think it was. It's yeah, definitely a hint. I think even and even if it wasn't, fuck it, like Go out and buy her a beer, and if it's if it wasn't like a like a sexy, hey, let's find out type of thing, then you guys will become closer friends. That's a, that's a win win. That's a win win. My book. Listen, uh, Eli, it really sounds like this girl is pure fire. So it's important. Yeah. Just you don't need hints. Everybody thinks there's you don't need hints. Go out on a limb. Ask the girl out. If you're waiting for her to indicate to you that she's ready to be asked out, that's not how that works. Hi, don't. It's time to ask me out now. Yeah, <laughs> ask me out. Don't ask her out. Not in the traditional sense. Don't say, "Hey, would you like to go on a date?" Just say, "Hey, you know, how about how about I buy you that beer?" Ah, see, that this I owe is you. troubling. This is where we get into problems. 
his next step is completely dependent on how long it's been since this happened. Because if you bring up something that happened three weeks ago, it's not gonna be cute. <laughs> hey, do you remember? Hey, do you remember? Uh, you had you had that purple scrunchie in your hair, and it's, it's you smelled like lilacs, and, and you you asked for a beer. <laughs> it's time for me to get. I want to give you, you that instantly beer. become Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you. If it's been a while, what you need to do is trick her, uh, do something nice for her, and then say, "I guess we owe each other a beer now." And then say, "Let's go have oh, those beers." Unless, and then you'll find out because she'll say, "If it's not like a hint, then she'll say, "Well, no, now we're even, so let's never talk again." Yeah, that seems like a pretty good decider. And have you considered maybe she's not dropping a hint and maybe she's just like a raging alcoholic. She loves beer. Like maybe she, and not just that, but like she does nice things for, for just everyone. Um, and then like remarks, Hey, you, you do now owe me a beer. Like, Hey, don't worry. I'll press the, the crossing signal for you, but you do owe me a Heineken. The sooner like, the better. You got, like right now. The sooner. Got the shivers. If you could just like beer me, beer me a beer. <laughs> beer me out. Beer me, bra. Do you see her getting handed beers a lot at work? Do people come to her with beers? She could just. Uh, love I beer. know my service was was really great, but um, don't worry about the tip. If you could, there is a TGI Fridays next door. If you could pick me up a just like a tall boy of uh, whatever brew they have on tap today, and just you know slide it down this away. Uh, <laughs> We will be square. We will be even. Um, but there is one thing you want to watch out for. If you are a guy who is bad at picking up hints, if you do the, like, hey, coworker, let's go grab a drink. And she's like, all right, great. You have established nothing. <laughs> because you didn't ask her out. You, there was no romance involved. You have no guarantee that this is, quote, a date. I are going to have to keep figuring yeah. it out as the night goes. Yeah, you've got to I- pretend we're on your shoulder and we're telling you, like, that was a hint. Yeah. Go with it. Remember like we're when doing she took her you. boob out? That was a hint. Go with it. I think I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's got to start off like, hey, coworker, let's go hang out. And the romance will blossom. Oh, no, no, no. I'm Travis isn't saying, he isn't saying that he needs to push it into Dateland. What he's saying is that it's going to be tough navigating those waters yeah. If he's not got his eyes open. Yeah. Is this like a person sure. you've hung out with for three years and now you're hanging out outside of work? Or is this like beginning of a thing? Let's see where this goes. So you need to just kind of, like Justin said, navigate. You're, you're going to come up to all these choose your own adventure spots and you need to make all the right moves. Yeah. E- Eli, you, you, I, I'd like to, to, to suggest to you that you change your outlook today. Today, this Monday that you're listening to this, you need to change your outlook. You need to start telling yourself that everything is a hint. Mm-hmm. Everything's an opportunity, not a closed door. It's an open door. And I say you start walking through those open doors, and you, and if you're wrong about it, you get your heart broken a few times, and you get so tough that you won't even notice anymore. But if you you're need, right about it, you get right that about it? glorious opportunity that you would have missed if you had been afraid that something wasn't a hint. Everything's a hint, Eli. Start walking through those open doors. Do people ever purchase products from the peanut enlargement emails? 
Penis enlargement emails. What is a peanut? <laughs> the, it's what I'm you, allergic to peanuts. It's what you have before you buy a penis enlargement product. Uh, yeah. What are the chances of them working? Thanks. Tiny and curious. Form spring. 100%. 100%. Effective every time. How could they not? They sell them on the internet. Think about it. Mm-hmm. That's just math. Uh, the uh, the If you got a tiny wiener, no one will ever love you. If That's you take, true. Take pills you buy off the internet, you've got a chance at love. Just hang some weights from your dong so it Just, stretches yeah, sure. it out. Yeah, dong weights. But make sure you buy them off the internet. Yep. Anything you do um, r- regarding your, your peanut, it's so important that you only consult the internet. That is true. Um, there, there's no – doctors aren't going to help you out. They're just going to look at your – your little prick, and they're gonna laugh at you. They're gonna laugh at you, smack it around with the back. Giggle, they're gonna flick it with their get that. They're gonna pinky finger. Flick it like one of those springy doorstops, just like that. You gotta go to the the internet's too big to care about your little balls and your precious little wiener. Like they, the internet's not gonna care. You gotta go and you gotta take as many pills as they can they can throw at you. Yeah, just take all the pills that the internet has, and you will. You will not care anymore about your wiener size. That that's, a, yeah. that's a stone fact. Griffin, you got a Yahoo for me? I do. Um, how about this one? It was sent in by Patrick Toy. It's by Yahoo Answers user Gimrob, who asks, smelly wife? <laughs> my, wife come home, my wife comes home from work, and she don't smell good. I want to do some cuddling and the good stuff while she gets here. <laughs> But between work and cooking dinner, she just don't smell good. How do I get her to clean up her act so I can enjoy some husbandry rewards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what this question made me think of? Is, uh, is when Justin used to work at the Olive Garden. And he would come home every day smelling like, just like, six inches deep inside a butthole. Like, the worst. He used to call it the OG water. That would coat you in. You would be bathed in it at the end of the night. Uh, so basically the guy's problem is his wife is busy working and cooking his meals. And as a result, <laughs> she, she doesn't smell pleasant for the, another, a tertiary, uh, <laughs> for the cuddling per- and the good stuff for the, the cuddling and stuff. the good stuff. You know, it's not, I read that and I'm like, in my mind, the cuddling is the good stuff. <laughs> God, that's so true. God all knows. that, all that, all those fringe, you know, benefits. They're just, they're just, they're tacked on there. It's all about a good hard cuddle. Uh, you, you know, this is something where the direct approach is really, it's going to be um, feast or famine. I mean, yeah. you, either you're going to solve this problem lickety split, uh, or you're going to tell your wife that she smells too bad to cuddle, and you won't have that problem, that exact problem anymore. No. Just <laughs> you, just look at her and say, you know, honey, I've been sitting here on the couch all day watching Maury and waiting for you to get home to cuddle. And you smell like buttholes. You smell like eight buttholes in a butthole bag. Get it together. I'm going to go back lady. and sit on the couch for another 12 hours. We'll see you work it out. <laughs> I, just, I just flipped. I just flipped on this guy. Fuck this guy. You fuck this wait. Guy. You weren't in camp. Fuck this guy from, from <laughs> I the jump. All in camp. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no, I mean at first I was like, that's rough because he doesn't. All he, he loves this woman so much. Right. He loves her so much, but the only thing that's keeping their love um, stagnant is that she smells 
um, she smells like dookie water. But now, <laughs> it's like, get your shit together. I'm sure maybe you don't smell good from sitting on the couch all day. Your bed sores. And your bed sores. Maybe you have bed sores and those smell like festering dookie water. <laughs> I'm so mad at him. You are mad at him. I can tell that this has gotten really real for you. This has gotten very serious. I am angry at this gentleman. What, what, where, who does he think he is? Right? But on oh, the other fuck. hand, maybe just, she smells real bad. I just read a really great uh, answer. Tell me. Uh, Yahoo Answers user Drea responded, Just a suggestion. Draw a bubble bath for her so that when she walks in the door, it will be ready for her. Make it romantic if you can add to the mood. That's fresh. That's a fresh, that's an outside-the-box thinking. But see, that's that's just a thinly-veiled statement yeah, that, that can, you smell bad. Like <laughs> That can only work so many times. Like, it's like, <laughs> sweetheart, I love you, but I can't take a bath every day as soon as I get home from the office. Hey, baby girl. Hey, baby girl, it's 630. <laughs> and you know what that, that means. means. Rub a dub dub. <laughs> Time for your scrub. I'll be in the. I'll be downstairs watching baseball. You come get me when you're done for the cuddling and the good stuff. Yeah. Don't spend too long in there because this hungry man isn't gonna microwave it. <laughs> hey, honey, I I made dinner reservations for us at six thirty. Uh, I don't think you did. I think I think maybe you need to get those changed to seven thirty. Because we ain't going out in public until you get down with a scrubberoo. Um, I love you so much. I love you, baby. I love you so much. Why do you smell so bad? You Where do you work? Working at the waste treatment plant. Oh. Ugh. Ooh. Leave her. Ugh. You're saying leave, leave her? her and leave him. Everyone leave each other in this situation. I'm so mad. Ugh. This girl in my class has some sort of love-hate relationship with me. Sometimes she'll act incredibly flirtatious, and sometimes she'll straight up insult me. Even weirder, she flips out. She flips between these behaviors multiple times each day. How exactly am I supposed to react to this? P.S. I'm a dude and in high school. Vexed, oh, yeah. Vexed in New Mexico. Oh man, welcome. <laughs> Bienvenidos, muchacho. You're becoming a man. Um. Wow. I bet it does seem like that, doesn't it? Uh, so, oh, gosh. You have discovered that occasionally, every once in a while, some girls be crazy. Women mm. be shopping. Well, yeah. Well, not shopping so much as just crazy. Yeah. Um, and and there's doing a good too, chance that she like, is straight up crazy. Like, real crazy. Like... Kill a bunny on your doorstep, crazy. Right. Right. So you need to marry her. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's bad at flirting, and she forgets how to do it sometimes. That's how it hit me. That's It hit me like a harmless, like, oh, I'm, I'm bad at flirting, so I'm playfully mocking you. I think in high school, totally down. I think once you get to college, then it is it is usually a sign of, um, of you know, crazy, crazy town. Yeah, crazy. I get what you're saying. And, and you know what? You're really sensitive in high school. So yep. a lot of mm-hmm. it, you got to here. Okay. Here's what you do. When she insults you, you got to take it as flirting too. You got to get that tough. You have to be that confident well, that, to, to be able to, to be able to handle this Philly. It seems to me like all <laughs> oh, that's well and good, but this is a non-issue. You just, is it? just stop talking to that person. 
No, 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 like, See, if she insults you, you say, yep, nailed it. What's up? <laughs> Dead on. What else you got? Uh, you know? You're not feeling it still. Well, as long as you're doing it as, like, a thought exercise, like, <laughs> how, many, how many insults can I take before I go home and cry? Yeah, then go for it. This isn't going to turn into a relationship. If you're just trying to teach her a lesson, who's the stronger person? You're trying well, you to break keep her in mind, she's, she's not just insulting him. She's also flirting with him. Like that, that in and of itself, like I, th- I can remember plenty of, of young relationships I had that started out with like girls flirting with me and also like playfully insulting me. Dude, I, Vex, you're in there, dude. You're oh. in there. I think you're totally, totally cool. You yeah. need to out crazy her. And when she flirts with you, get really offended. And when she insults you, get really turned on. You smell like you work at Olive Garden. Get out of my face. Hooker, say that. <laughs> See how that works out. And don't don't say don't say any of. Don't that. say any of that, but say something like that. Like whatever you say in high school, you're not fire or something. Yeah, you are so insult. not raw. You're you are not cooked. raw. You're cooked. <laughs> you're <laughs> cooked in fire. You're braised. Um, shit is so cooked. Uh, so I guess we helped you pretty good. How do I deal with idiots? who park in front of my building and take up several parking spaces. This is a recurring problem in the residence hall where I live. I have considered leaving menacing notes or even bashing their windows out in frustration. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) It wears at me having to park far away and I don't know where else to turn. Please help. Zoom user, Gmail. This is another one of those terrible self-centered people problems that always happens. Those people that like park in the middle of two parking spaces because they don't want their like 1986 Buick LeSabre to get scratched up. Yep. Oh god, I hate those people so much. Can I give an embarrassing confession to you guys? What what I do is I walk past their car and I key it. <laughs> I have done you don't really do that. Griffin, five or six times. No. Someone has taken a parking spot and they take up two spots. And I key their car <laughs> because that's oops, just that, that's the, such a the opposite that, happened. Oops, that punishment does not fit that crime it at totally all. Totally fits that crime. You I learned your disagree. lesson. You've learned your lesson. That is not you are not going to do that again. Oops. Maybe it it's just like a better. sixteen. Maybe it's just like a sixteen-year-old kid who like hasn't learned how to park yet, and that's his new Jetta. And you just you just you just you know ruined his Christmas. Learn to park. Balance it out. Scratch into the car. I love you. No, don't no. do that. No. Yeah. I key it. I don't do something like big and pronounced, but if you're the sort who would get obsessed about your car, you're going to notice that, and you're going to not do that anymore. It's a lesson. I've taught you a lesson about growth. And maybe just, you know, if you want to go a little less, you know, uh, invasive, just leave a ball print on his window. <laughs> Pop your balls out, push them against there, keep on moving. See, that's good because it's 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 temporary. You don't have to pay to get it buffed out. Um, but also you touch your balls on a surface. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is good, little, I guess. Put a little post-it note next to it with an arrow that says, Those are my balls. Don't my balls touch anymore. these. 
Don't leave some fucking passive-aggressive note, though, like, hey, good parking job you did there, dude. Like, that's the de- that's even douchier, I think, than... Maybe you give him the- a warning. Maybe you give him a warning note. Say, hey, if you do this again, I'm going to key your car. Mm-hmm. And then if it happens again, Griffin, can you agree that you'd be well within your rights at that point? I would say two warnings, just to be safe. The first one, like, hey, um, just to let you know, do you have one more... Uh, one more warning shot, uh, but you are getting awfully close to Key Town. Uh, and then the second one's like, "Hey, dude, no kidding. Um, you, you have one. This is your last. This is your last chance before uh, retribution." And then I think you can leave a small, a small key scratch. On like at that the, point, after the, two warnings, you can set the hood of his car on fire. <laughs> Don't do by, any of that. By small key scratch, uh, he means if you could scratch a review for My Brother, My Brother and Me and a li- mm. and a, just a, our web address <laughs> in there, that would be great. Yeah, just scratch our names and addresses in there. <laughs> it's all great. It's all good stuff. Right? And make sure you scratch in the method in which each of us would least like to be murdered. <laughs> Mine is stabbing. I don't I think Travis is drowning is. and Justin's fire. No, f- yeah, fire. you know he is. What's up? This shit is so, so cash, so raw. So fire. Justin's fucking young money. <laughs> I don't Don't wonder. do anything, because this fucking, this hamster wheel we all live on, this hamster wheel called life, keeps on spinning. It does. And like, What's if he? people are douches, they're going to get, they're going to get there. They are, Here's they the are, thing. and you are th- to be the instrument of that getting. Exactly. You are not the arbiter of God's justice that you lay down with do you your know? fiery key. How do you know till you do it? Unless unless there are good people willing to stand up for what they believe in, then all God's got is a handful of wishes and the, hopes. The people in this world that do that shit and park and take up like three parking spaces with their stupid Hummers, it's because no one ever does anything. They'll leave like a little post that says, oh, please don't take up these parking spaces anymore. You gotta get out there and just Pee in their window. Set the no. set the hood on fire. I like that. Set the hood yeah. on fire. Stand on top of it and say, "This is a symbol. <laughs> this is a symbol." Oh, put a symbol on the car in lighter fluid and light it on fire so it burns like a hand given the finger. Yeah. I feel like we need to rerun the disclaimer that Bob Ball does at the beginning of the show, like right here, like right in the middle of the show, so that people know not to actually how, do any of these. How things. about putting lunch meat all over their car? Oops. No, because that, like, eats the paint off. But, like, turkey. Turkey won't do that. Just cover their car in turkey. Got baloney. And leave a message that's like, I just gave you a turkey car. You're going turkey car? Enjoy your Gobble, gobble, bitch. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Learn to park. This shit's hickory smoke, dummy. (laughs) I just hickory smoked your shit. Not fire. how about a Yahoo? Yeah, break me off of a slice. This one was sent in by Louie Dog again. Thanks, Louie. That's by Yahoo Answers user Dansby, who asks, I think we've actually had a question by Dansby before. That name felt familiar in my mouth. Anyway, Dansby asks, is it okay to use worn-out underwear as packing materials for holiday gifts? (laughs) Well, the holidays are coming up, and I have have a big bin full of worn-out underwear that our family has been accumulating for a while. I know I need some cushioning material for shipping out holiday gifts. Is it acceptable to use the underwear for this purpose? Of course, the present will be inside a wrap box inside the shipping box, so it's not like it will be inside the gift. BQ, what's your favorite winter holiday song? <laughs> um, what kind of fucking family are you in? I think 
My favorite winter holiday song is uh, You Ruined Our Christmas yeah. with your stinky, awful old underwear that you wrap around the iPod. Why does Dummy. your family have a bin of worn-out underwear? Uh, well, additional details. Our family tries very, very hard to be eco-friendly. We don't have anything else to use, oh, and the thought of buying extra paper or bubble wrap to waste makes me cry for the earth. You know what makes me cry for the earth? You know what makes me cry for the earth? Your stinky, awful underwear <laughs> wrap that you're shipping through. You're shipping it through the U.S. Postal Service. I send my rent check to my landlord through that. I get open up. You might live in my neighborhood. I might open up the mailbox and get like a fucking pungent, like a foamy spume of your fucking stinky old underwear that hits me in the nose and stays with me for the rest of my life. I'm so, oh, fuck. It makes me mad that it sounds like you've already made this decision because you've been collecting this underwear for a while now. Yeah, what have you been? Where are you keeping it? Hey, uh, hey, dude! If you have to send it in dirty underwear, it ain't a gift. <laughs> it ain't a gift. That's a, it's a gift. God damn it! I don't like these green questions are straight bombing me out. They're because really harshing my mellow. I wouldn't give a fuck if the Earth had like six years left in it. <laughs> if the Earth had four years left in it, and people didn't send underwear through the U.S. Postal Service, like I, that's a that's a trade off I'm willing to make. It can go 2012 up in 2016 <laughs> as long as as long as people stop pooping in bags and sending their dirty ass underwear to their aunt. Well, Ugh. all I can think is there has to come a moment where, like, you go to pull out a pair of underwear, and you're like, oh, this is covered in stains, and the elastic is shot, and your mom's like, put it in the bin. like, Put it right in the bin. Get it in the bin. No, fucking throw that shit out. <laughs> throw it away. You're not going to reuse those textiles. Don't, don't fucking kid yourself. Hey, check out my new winter coat. <laughs> Lots of boxers went into this one. Uh... Did you uh did you get that package? Did you did you open that package from Daniel? Yeah, I did. What what was inside of it? Uh a bunch of dirty underwear and a picture of a car. So I don't know. How's your Christmas? It's the best Christmas ever. Thanks for asking. Yeah, my husband got me a picture of a car and my crazy cousin sent me a a, a package of new underwear wrapped in dirty underwear. Mm-hmm. So, uh it's well, been pretty good holiday so far. Thanks for being born, Jesu. God, I hate everyone. I hate everyone so much. Especially green people. Just let it burn. I know. Let it burn. Uh, Let's ride this bitch into the ground. And then, and then, everything will be a wasteland. And the population of the planet will be just decimated. But we'll be a small community and we can start over, right? And there won't be any internet. There won't be any internet, and people can't do things like go on the internet and ask if they can send their dirty, stupid underwear to their to their familial relations. It's it's like that question of you know you're you're extending life, but are you improving life? You know mm. what I mean. If I could live to two hundred, but I'm buried in a pile of used underpants, <laughs> I'd kill myself. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's it's about trade offs. The Earth's not worth preserving if it's full of a bunch of Dirty underwear savers. I I'm not talking. You flash forward like 200 years to like my great 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 grandkids, and you're like, "Hey, how do you like the Earth?" And they're like, "I just wish everyone would throw away their old underwear. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> we are knee deep in old underwear up in this bitch. Please throw Listen, it away." I, I'm not endorsing a, a completely hedonistic lifestyle, right? Like, I I recycle. Um, I just don't think it's too much to ask that we just like. 
we throw our underwear away. And when you ship things to people, if you don't want to use paper or bubble wrap, you just got to risk it. You got to risk the fact that your your present's going to break. Leaves because are everywhere. There are leaves. You love the earth. Use some uh, leaves. Yeah, there's so many other options here. Why is that the option you go to? I would rather rip up my carpet and put it in the box. <laughs> or use like an old my own hair. Use an old coat. Don't use don't use the only article of clothing that touches your balls and everything. <laughs> I, uh, I I want to hear Griffin's last question, uh, but first of a few housekeeping notes. Uh, my brother, my brother, and me has a website. It's mbbam dot com. Uh, if you go there, you can chat with other fans. We got hundreds of users there talking up. We have ranks now, so the more you post, the higher your your rank is. You can get to I think honorary brother is the highest rank. Um, but which everyone should really, you know, be shooting for. Strive for that. Um, uh, but you'll also be Jeffrey for a good long while if you get high enough. So that's worth it. Um, we uh, we really appreciate everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, our, our the download numbers continue to grow just because you're telling your friends and and talking about it. Uh, please 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 keep that up. If you haven't, uh, give us a review on iTunes. Um, uh, that helps get the word out and tweet about the show. You know, uh, if you if you think of it, if you got room in there, you want to throw a link to the site just so people know how to get their adventure started. Um, that would that would be great. Um, and every week we receive, you know, wonderfully funny and insightful questions. And, but we always want more. We always want to hear from you. You know, you can send in a question. You can send in a comment. You can tell us about how our advice touched you in some way, though it should not. It should never <laughs> touch you. But if it, we does, can tickle, we can tickle your funny bone. We just shouldn't tickle your practical bone. Right, your practicality. You're doing. But if you're, we do, let us know so that we can be held liable for it. Yeah. And. You know, just uh, you can email us, mbmbam at gmail.com. You can tweet at us, uh, hashtag mbmbam. Uh, the website has all this on there. You can, you know, there's a place to send a question straight through the website. Uh, and hit up Formspring. And, you know, maybe eventually we'll go on there and clear out some of the Formspring questions, the thousands and thousands we have saved up. Um, can, I feel like we should... I don't want to bring the energy down, but I feel like we should address the the, the podcast awards. Bullshit. We, uh, I'm I'm not going to call bullshit. All of the all of the nominees, they uh, you know they're they're great great shows. They're very deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, but boycott. Yep. Whoa. I'm boycotting that shit. I got my invitation down in Santa Cruz. Not going. Fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. I even bought a tux and everything. You will not have my attendance, sirs. I'm down with that. Yeah, me too. We're not going. Thank you, everybody who, who voted for us, though. Yeah. I just wish you had tried. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe a, little, a little bit harder. Well, maybe a little bit. I decided to start my own podcast awards. and uh, What's it called? Spoiler alert. Uh, we won. Yay. The Bambies. The Bambies. The Bambies. Mm-hmm. You can oh, vote God, for them at Bambies. Awards for my brother, my brother, me. dot com. Uh-huh. No, it's dot gov. Dot gov. Is it dot gov now? Um, it's yeah. yeah, it's government sponsored. We got a, uh, a national endowment for the arts uh, thing that we're, we're giving out, like grants, but the, and we're giving them to each other for Christmas. 
Merry Christmas, everybody. One more. I got you a National Endowments of the Arts grant, and I wrapped it in underwear. <laughs> uh, it's a picture of a National Endowment of the Arts grant. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming Maybe. soon. Travis, uh, I, I don't know if this is something we need to address on the show, but I am curious why in the show notes you've prepared, there is a picture of a dog in a bee costume. Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> God damn it. This is going to be the longest episode ever now. The bee dog touches us all. In, <laughs> in our life, we are touched by the bee dog in ways you can't even begin to imagine. Why is it there? I, you don't under, I don't it's understand. It's not just this email, though. It's, it's, it's the past like three or four emails there's been a bee dog at the bottom. And we've, never, we've just like ignored it but been <laughs> aware of it. I've, I've embraced the bee dog love. I've embraced the Is it the, the same bee dog love. every time and I've just been missing this? No, no, no. But it usually is a pug. It almost <laughs> certainly is a pug bee dog. Well, they make the best bee dogs. They have bee-like features, right? They I got that tiny little nubby tail. looks faces. like a stinger. Yeah. I, I think I don't like... The only problem I have with the bee dog is that it's nothing? sort of... Is it's, nothing? You have no problem with the bee no, dog? No, no, no. It's, it's looking at me while I'm trying to record the show and saying, I'm effortlessly funnier than you. Just without... <laughs> I it is what I am doing is funnier than the thing you are doing right now mm-hmm. just by being in this costume. See, when I look at the bee dog, I what I see is him saying, "Don't worry, I got it." <laughs> Whatever that might be, I got doesn't this. matter. I got this uh, thing for you. I I just think about what pug nectar tastes like and his <laughs> bad his bad thing. Um, don't forget to pre-order shirts. Uh, if you want a a sweatshirt, you're you're gonna help. Raise money for Big Brothers Big Sisters, um, and and you need to pre-order one of those if you want them. So, I'm not sure how much longer we are we are doing pre-orders. Need to probably figure that out. But uh, act fast because it it won't be long. If you order right away, you can make sure to get your order by Christmas time. So, uh, go do that right now. Nbnbam.com. You can see the link on the right hand side with all our mugs and and shirts and all that crap. So, Griffin. This one was sent in, you're not going to believe this, by Jacob Locker. He can't, like, no one can topple him from this throne that he has built using his own two hands and clay mm-hmm. uh, as the, the showstopper. That's his new name. Jacob Locker, the showstopper. Wow, that's got a nice kind of rhythm to it. Yeah, I like it a lot. This one was sent in by Yahoo Answers, or it, it, it was by Yahoo Answers user Lynn Craven, who asks... <clears throat> Does a fart contain DNA? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. 